Welcome back to another SLG Meetup, your host Alvaro, to bring you another exciting and successful guest to talk about something that we all like, which is luxury. But in this case, it's going to be about real estate. He is actually one of the top ranked real estate brokers in the whole country. Now, he's right now the leading agent in North America and number two in the whole world when it comes to the agency, which is one of the top brokerages. His name is Jason Binab. He's sold over $1.3 billion worth of real estate. The way that he's been doing is by mastering his mind, creating amazing content and doing things that a lot of people are not willing to take that extra mile to go towards that. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how to develop a positive, successful and winner mindset, as well as creating the whole infrastructure when it comes to branding to put yourself in a position for success. So let's get him going. There you go. So look, I love it because you are this guy that when people look on your Instagram or your social media is this cool, badass, very confident guy that is selling some of the most incredible homes when it comes to Victoria and Seattle. Mm -hmm. So I got to tell you, I was there, what, last summer? And I love yeah, it. Came I in, the, in the summertime, you were uh, you were here for your ten day retreat. Yeah, yeah, the ten day silent retreat. Ten I, days. I, and I was thinking, I need to see this guy because <laughs> I love I love what you're doing, my friend. And look, results don't lie. You've sold over a billion dollars worth of real estate. Mm -hmm. You are actually one of the top agents in North America when it comes to the agency, number two in the whole world. And I gotta say that you are leading by example on what the new modern luxury agent looks like. You're maximizing social media, you're branding yourself in a very fascinating way, and the results are light. That's how you're able to sell all these properties. So tell me about how you've been developing this mindset of always moving forward with this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I started working with coaches 12 years ago, and that, that kind of changed everything, right? So from the way you think, the way you talk, the way you walk, it obviously changes everything, right? Um, the way you talk is very important, but you got to, the way you think too, and it's, it's kind of the story that you tell yourself. And uh, we, you know, we, we grow up with this, you know, subconscious kind of thing that we carry through life. So I think it's important to always be working on ourselves and really learning to love yourself, understand yourself, appreciate yourself, be great, you know, grateful for yourself essentially. And then, you know, you just shine shines a better light. And, but, but also being able to speak a certain way is important too, right? Catching yourself being negative and not being hard on yourself. Right. And, uh, I know there's just so many things to it. It's just my life changed 12 years ago working with a coach and, and I've been a different person since, but I'm always evolving, always growing. Cause if you're not growing, you're dying. That's what my coach was always saying. Right. Mm -hmm. So true. Now tell me about, cause I love the concept of working with coaches. It's like a time machine, right? In a period of months, you're able to get what you will be learning in five years. When, exactly. when it comes to coaches, are you specifically talking about real estate coaches? Mm -hmm or life coaches, what, what is exactly what you're looking I'm, for on a coach? I'm not, uh, I've never worked with a real estate coach. They're, they're more life coaches, uh, you know, law of attraction, but you know, we work on right now, um, you know, working on reprogramming and, you know, some of the things that might be holding me back, for example, one of the things that holds me back is anger, 
right? I, you know, mm-hmm. since I was a kid, I guess I, you know, smaller kid playing hockey, you know, getting body checked. And when somebody, something trips me like that, makes me angry, uh, I can, you know, I, I don't want to say go crazy, but I, I usually fuel that into, uh, I've got extra strength. I can run harder. I can, you know, like for you being a triathlete, I could ride harder. Um, you know, push through uncomfortable situations when I can dip into anger. So I quite often in my mind compartmentalize that. So let's say pretend you, you said something to me that made me really mad right now. Um, I can go to this place in my mind that I've got this chest, that I unlock the chest, open the chest, and I put this Alvaro cross me today in there, close it up, and I move back on with my day, right? Um, and then if I need that anger, I can open it up if I'm playing hockey or riding a bike on my own or crushing a hill that's 20% grade and I need to dip into something because my childhood wasn't like I wasn't, you know, abused or beat or anything like I had a pretty good upbringing. So I don't carry anger other than certain situations, but, but anger obviously doesn't serve you if you let it affect your day, your life and everything else. Right. So for me, it's learned to um you know think before i speak sometimes not saying something right away not responding right away and if there's negative uh, things that happen i kind of put them there and i pull them back out when i need them right mm-hmm. so. that's so powerful and you know it's funny that we were talking about the 10 day silent retreat but that's one of the things that you go through the vipassana it's about not to mm-hmm. react yeah it's to remain equanimous and the word equanimity is something that a lot of people don't even understand what mm-hmm. it is but mm-hmm. to be equanimous is to not react do not give thoughts into something because that multiplies yeah. it whether it's the anger whether it's the pain yeah. whether it's the fear even the good ones so in your case it's something very unique that you mentioned which is grabbing that mm-hmm. putting it away and holding exactly. it there for whenever you need that to push you in other scenarios yeah. so that's yeah. pretty good yeah that's a and big again, one I think, not I, reacting right and i think that the reason that I wanted to touch base on this topic is because a lot of people can reach certain level of success and there is different paths on how to get there. But one thing that I love about you is the mindset that you've developed through the process, because mm-hmm. I see you continuously growing every single day. And I wanted to ask you, how do you keep that drive? Because you might say, look, listen, I already sold a billion over real estate. Like mm-hmm. I'm good. Like I don't need to keep mm-hmm. on working with coaches. I can cruise. So how yeah. do you keep on going? Well, I mean, it, it's a good, question i think i think i um you know i i I love dr joe dispenza right he talks Mm -hmm. quite a bit about um through a meditative state creating you know your ideal future of yourself so i'm i'm on a roadmap right now i'm going towards here and that here is financial freedom happiness love multiple multiple properties ability to travel do what i want when i want blah, blah 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 like that's my future that's my roadmap to go to, to success in my mind, right? My, my vision of success. And that's the direction I'm going right now. I'm not there yet. So I can't sleep till I'm there. And I, that sounds maybe that maybe that's dramatic because you need to sleep, but I'm on a mission to get there. Right. And, and, and that's where I want to go. I'm, I'm living my life based on a vision of the future. That's what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about as opposed to a memory of the past. Right. So most people I find are caught living their life as a memory of the past when they were younger somebody said something maybe you had a brother and your parents said alvaro i wish you could have been more like your brother steven he and and you created you turned that into my parents don't love me they said i was useless they said i'm not a good tennis player they said steven's better than me and then you carry that into your future and then we create our own narrative and then by telling people that narrative they fulfill one of our six core human needs of significance then the people start saying 
Alvaro, I'm so sorry to hear that. I think you're a great tennis player. I don't know. I think you're better than Steven. And then you start feeling significance because people, it's the poor me, right? Poor me, poor me. And then people around you kind of, you know, tell you what you want to hear as opposed to knowing that in yourself and finding that certainty in yourself and meeting significance yourself, right? So I think that that's where I'm going and that's why I'm still on a mission, you know, for me, $1.35 billion in sales. I mean, those stats that you mentioned, those were, I was number one in Engel Volkers, number two global within the agency. I'm not the number one or number two guy in the, in the world because LA, you know, Mauricio and Santiago, the guys that, you know, they're killing it and they're selling hundred million dollar properties. We don't have those here in Victoria. I'm definitely at the top of my game and number one here in Victoria um, based on sales and, and volume and stuff like that. But it, it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not where I want to be yet. So that might not be everybody's cup of tea. Some people might be satisfied with being number one for one year and saying, that's it. You know, like in formula one, Nico Rosberg or whatever, won the yeah. championship one year in 2016 and then he retired. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's not me. Like, I, you know, I want to be Lewis Hamilton or, or somebody else. He, he, Hamilton still has something to prove and, and you're still moving forward living in this future future best vision of yourself right that's the roadmap to where I'm going so and and I don't think you'll ever hit hit it right like when you hit where you want to be you can't just give up or I think you're just gonna die I mean I always gonna be working on the mindset and spirituality and things like that I mean that 10-day retreat you did you sent me a picture of your room and to me that looked like like a prison and I I guess I probably have some work on my on my own to do to to be able to see that as not this scary little claustrophobic room but maybe that was a i don't know to you it might have been a vast field of of space for yourself i'm not sure you I'm know that that's that's <laughs> really powerful and i love the whole concept of constant never-ending improvement mm -hmm. and you mentioned it at the beginning of the conversation you either grow or you die right and this is about yeah. continuously growing every single day and the only way that you're gonna keep on pushing forward is by having that vision that excites you. And that vision needs to have a why. Mm -hmm. That's why we always want to make sure that wherever you see that future version of yourself is, you want to attach it to a strong why, to that purpose, right? Because otherwise, mm -hmm. where do you find that drive in the days that you don't have the motivation? How do you build that mm -hmm. discipline and those habits? And yeah. that's by keeping asking yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't want to go beyond the surface. Mm -hmm. And it's about asking yourself that question every single day and they, until you're so clear what you want to do. It's not just about, oh, yeah, I want to sell. I want to be great. But why? Why? And then, yeah. oh, because I want to make well, money. Go beyond that. And you I talk do, a lot about I do, that. I do the goal setting with all my agents. And the big thing we talk about is how many sales do you want to do? What type of properties? We break it down to what type of people do you want to work with? Like, are they kind people, caring? Mm -hmm. You have things in common with them? Like, Tell the universe exactly what you want. Be very specific in what results you want. So instead of you just training for a marathon or a triathlon, if you just said you're going to train, you might come back and you've done a triathlon in 18 hours. But if you're like, no, I want to do a triathlon in 10 hours or I want my, my swim to be this, my bike to be this, my run to be this, the more specific you get, the more specific and laser focused in on your target and your goal, then, and you put in the work, obviously you have to put in the work, then, then you're going to get that back. Right. So for me, it's the, the goal setting. And quite often it comes down to realtors focusing so much on money. How much money do I want to make? I want to make this much money. I want to make this much money. But I, I say, but what's your why? So what? So if you make 
a million dollars or a hundred grand or five million or fifty thousand why what are you doing it for if you're doing it without a purpose without a why mm -hmm. you're gonna feel empty you're gonna for make sure. the fifty thousand or a hundred thousand or a million or whatever your goal was and you're gonna be like i just don't feel happy so what's your why you know for one one of my agents it was like he wants to buy his to build his parents a, a home in india you know in, in punjab where where he came from and you know he wants to you know retire his parents like that's a pretty powerful why you can't stop that kid right mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to why oh, i don't know i just want to have money in the bank yeah it's just not the same <laughs> yeah. right no it's so true you put two so you put two warriors in a, in like a in a in a stadium and say fight to death the one that's got a why that says hey i'm gonna fight to free my parents or build them a home or this, 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 my family, as opposed to the guy that says, I just want to win, right? I'm putting my money on the guy who's got the why, right? The bigger why. Mm -hmm. That's so true and so powerful as well. And I remember when we were talking about the values, because I, I've met people, like you mentioned, that they reach a goal, right? And we're talking about the KPIs, key performance indicators. Yeah. Everybody's like reaching that. Okay, great, beautiful. And you see more people depressed and more people unfulfilled when they reach certain goals that yeah. were not attached to something powerful totally. because they reach yeah. it. You have that little ecstasy, that little dopamine yeah. and yeah, you can build momentum, but if you don't have it attached to a strong why you feel like, okay, I did it. Now what? Yeah. It's like, oh, so yeah. and you go back to square zero. So I wanted to ask you about the values, right? Because mm -hmm. you talk about something very powerful, the law of manifestation. Whatever you put out there is coming back to you. If you want to work with a specific amount of people that are this type of people, mm -hmm. then you put that out there. So how do you recommend people to start identifying your own personal values so that you get aligned with the people that have those values as well? Well, I mean, with my agents, I, I do work on something. I, I like my coach called it reprogramming, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like identifying what before we go out there into the field and knock on a thousand doors, a hundred doors or meet a thousand people in real estate. I say you better learn to believe in yourself before meeting opportunity, right? So if you go out into the world of opportunity and I meet you and I'm like, hey, Alvaro, nice to meet you. And you're like, hey, I'm thinking about selling my house. I'd like to talk to you then you get that dopamine hit that little bit of a rush and you're like, Oh, wow, everything's great. But then you probably come back to a neutral state. And unless you've taken care of yourself on a subconscious, uh, reprogram yourself and you truly believe in yourself, the doubt typically will start creeping in on a subconscious level. Maybe I'm like, you know what? I don't know if I'm ready for this Alvaro guy. He's got a pretty nice house. He's pretty influential. He's, you know, and then, and, and it's maybe not even conscious. It's, it's subconscious, right? Mm -hmm. So we start off by, by identifying what might hold us back in life. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I haven't been in the business long enough, blah, 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 blah. We write those down on pieces of paper. We burn it, let literally burn it. And then we put it into a bucket. We call it the fuck it bucket, right? And, and when we put <laughs> it into it. the bucket, yeah. And, and when we put it into the bucket, we're burnt. I, I say to the people, be intentional. <clears throat> You're not just putting a piece of burning paper into this water. To, to turn it, put it, put it out, you're releasing previous self subconscious doubts about yourself and you're letting go. That's the intention, right? Mm -hmm. I'm letting go. So close your eyes and then let go of that and say to the universe, I'm done. This is not me. This does not define me. I, and we then build up the new version of ourself, right? With positivity, write down hundreds of things you love about yourself, then take 
two of those and put them on sticky notes in your binder and in your car and on your mirror and places to tell yourself, I love myself, I'm smart enough, I'm good enough, I'm this, I'm that, I'm going to kill it today, boom, 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 boom. They say that the average person has three to 400 negative thoughts about ourselves each day and what, five to 10 positive things. So constantly we're going around, driving around, living life every day, believing we suck, we're not handsome enough, we're not ripped enough, we're not smart enough, enough money. We need to flip the narrative on that. We need to start telling ourselves 400 times a day how amazing we are. And then you start telling yourself probably five to 10, maybe 50 times a day or on a subconscious level that you don't deserve it. Much, much more powerful when the positive outweighs the negative and it compresses it down as opposed to the other way, right? So when we start doing the state I'm in, probably the state you're in, you meet her in, the negative doesn't come that often for me anymore. And when it does, I can identify and be like, oh, I'm having a negative thought. Mm -hmm. Why am I having that? Okay, well, maybe I didn't make it to the gym today. Maybe something happened. Um, feeling a little off and then I can identify that and change that for somebody that has worked on their mind mm -hmm. that is or is in the process of working on their mind yeah but wants to put it out in the world and utilize in social media how can they go about that like what are the first steps because not everybody can just go ahead and boom yeah. be so confident have this amazing videography and so on but what are the steps to build towards that uh, I think it's important I mean I love your content your you know Dossetki's ever comes out with a new commercial where it's like the most interesting man in the world, it better be you. Anything less than you, and I'm seriously going to protest. But, um, you know, I think it's important to identify who you are and the message that you want to be to people. But more importantly than that, being sincere, right? I, I made a decision years ago and, and you know, maybe somebody that I was with, with at the time thought it was maybe too flashy or, or whatever it was. But I'm not trying to be flashy. I, I like nice stuff, right? I, I love cars. I love bikes, like my Trek bikes. You know, I, I like nice stuff, watches. I love cars. They make me smile. Fashion. I like a lot of that kind of stuff. Hockey, wakeboarding, surfing, water skiing. Like I love all of that kind of stuff. So I make, made a decision early on in social media that I wanted to identify um, and connect with people that are like-minded, right? So if you put out there that you like cars and fashion and this, that, the other, certain people are going to judge you. They're going to think this guy's a douche. He's flashy. He's this, that, the other. Well, I ask you a question. Do you want to work with people that are going to be judging you and not liking you? And, you know, like they don't know I'm putting in 12, 14 hours a day, six, seven days a week for 18, 19 years. How much time have I taken off in that? Not, not much compared to other. And that might not be the life for other people, but it's easy to be on the other side of the Instagram screen or Facebook previously and judge what somebody looks like. Wow, this guy looks like he travels or he's done doing this, that, the other. He's, he's an asshole or he's a donkey or whatever they think of you, right? Because a lot of people don't want you to succeed. So if you tell the universe, I want to um, work with people that like me, that like wake surfing or water skiing or whatever your sport is, triathlon and boom, 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 boom cold plunging you're going to attract what you want if you believe that you deserve that business so for me that comes back to that reprogramming so i i'm moving forward into the universe believing that what i ask of the universe whether it's through prayer meditation whatever you believe that i'm going to get back what i want so be careful what you ask for right because you're going to get what you ask for so when people say i don't want to get sick what do you think happens they get sick instead yeah. of saying i want to be 
be healthy. So I want to be healthy. I don't say I don't want to get sick. I say I want to be healthy. I want to attract people that like cars and fashion and real estate and mindset and cold plunging and things that we have commonalities with because I enjoy my time with those people. They enjoy my time and they're not going to judge me thinking that I'm something that, you know, until they get to know me. Like for me, I, I don't care about anybody, what they do, if they're a celebrity, this, that, the other. I judge the person based on my interaction with them. When I meet them, if they are a nice person, great. I got all the time in the world for them. If they're an asshole, I got no time for them, right? If they're, if they're mm -hmm. super negative and everything they talk about is negative all the time, that sucks the life out of the room. I don't want to be around them. You know, I'm very sensitive. Instead of the energy, I can pick up people's energy real quick and negative energy is not for me, right? So I think that it's, it's important coming back to that reprogramming yourself, figuring it out, but then, you know, manifesting and telling the universe what you want and, and you'll, you'll get it, but be careful what you, what you ask for, right? Wow, that's so important. And I love that you touch on that because it's one of those things that we need to remind ourselves constantly. We need to do that check on who do we have in our lives, mm -hmm. whether it's online, whether it's just in person and start doing inventory of it and start getting rid of whatever doesn't serve you. Because totally. I always say that energy is the current currency for personal and professional success. If you have a great energy, that's one of the things that you can control right away. You don't need five mm -hmm. years of experience. You don't need anything. You just need mm -hmm. to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, all right, mm -hmm. let's start being positive. And it yeah. talks with what you mentioned, self-talk. If you start yeah. telling yourself all positive things and affirmation, then you're going to supercharge yourself with great mm -hmm. energy. And then you're going to start attracting that good energy. People always ask is like, okay, like you, you're doing a lot of these videos, very amazing. Mm -hmm. And you're doing things that are putting you in a position to attracting the people that are aligned with your interests, with your lifestyle, with your values. And that's amazing. And mm -hmm. when it comes to the social media on my end, I always do the same thing. And it's interesting that I don't really see that much hate coming mm -hmm. this way because it's usually that type of positive, engaging, yeah. entertaining content. Mm -hmm. So with you, I see that in real estate very nicely. Mm -hmm. So I actually love consuming your content and I mm -hmm. make sure that I put mm -hmm. the notifications. I want to see what yeah. you're up to because it's exciting. People so often, and this was one of my downfalls in the beginning working with the coaches, so, so often worry about what somebody else is going to think, right? Like that was one of my biggest things in the beginning. Ooh. And when you can remove that, then you can be the true Alvaro, the true Jason, the true this, without fear of loss of followers or less likes or clients that might not call you. Because I had a client, you know, back in the day that would called and said, Jason, we're going to work with this other person. We just think your website and your listings are too nice and our house isn't nice enough. And I was like, well, that's not a great attitude. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm selling homes, but I, I'm connecting with people and I'm in the business of people first, home second. But if they wanted to judge me like that and they went somewhere else, hey, I'm not going to be upset about that because at the beginning of the year, I asked in my goals very specifically for the universe to deliver me clients that respect me, like me, have things in common, understand I'm a father, allow me to have time to myself, boom, boom, boom. So when somebody calls me and says, we're working with somebody else, you can be upset going to this funk and, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. What did I do wrong? Or you can be like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, or whoever you believe in. Like, seriously, the universe turned somebody away from me that wasn't aligned with me, right? And when you can then be like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm going to be sincere and I'm going to do what I want, then it doesn't matter because those people aren't going to call you. They're not going to follow you on Instagram. There's not somebody that is fall following you that doesn't want to watch 
somebody jumping out of planes and doing inspirational things and running in the morning and cold plunging and traveling. They're just not going to follow you. So you can't be worried about these people that you don't know and being like, oh, I wonder if somebody, you know, oh, somebody didn't like my post or, oh, you know, whatever it is that, that people get so involved in, right? Like, it's it's just kind of crazy, right? But we see you know, everybody so wants, yeah, they want self-gratification right now. And you, you put something out there that you believe in and may, you get lots of views. Maybe you put out a video. One of my favorites was you jumping out of the, like a boss where you jumped out of the, oh, the hot the balloon. That, that one got so many, so many views, but maybe you do oh, yeah. another one that you're passionate about that doesn't get as many views. You don't, then you don't go into a funk and stop producing content. You just, you know what? It doesn't really matter if you connected with one good person or 10 people, then, then what, what more do you want? Right. A thousand fake followers to, to like your stuff or, or two real people that could be your customers to, to enjoy, uh, you know, what you're doing. Right. So I think that it's important to, to stay on track with, with what you're truly looking for. So back to your question about, it would be like, what's the message you want to put out there and being true to yourself. So if you're going to be doing cold plungers and driving cars and being a family guy and at hockey and this, that, the other, then share that with people. You're, you're, you're in, you're in the business of, of, you know, marketing and, and luxury properties and traveling the world and your, your girlfriend. I mean, it, it's, Here's what I would say, like if, if there's realtors watching this and listening to this or whether they're selling anything, it's, it's really like it's just connection, right? It's not it's not rocket science. People want to connect and do business with people that they like. And once they get to know you and then they like you, then they trust you, right? No like and trust. That's the old saying. And you don't have to have 1.35 billion in sales. You don't have to have sold you know, two homes over $200 million in your marketplace to connect with people. You have to just listen to them, connect with them, which is understanding the human in front of you, what's important to them, being sincere, being a good person, all that kind of stuff. And then ultimately, the, I, I think any sales business, I could kill it in. I think it, it would be easy for me because I truly like people. I, I, I could sell cars. I could sell watches. I could sell a lot of things that I that I like, but it, it's most mostly important. It, mo the most important story is that you like the people, right? And I'm in a people business, and you get paid well for it. That's an amazing thing. But I love people. I love people when I worked at BC Ferries. I love people when I bartended. When I was trying to be an actor, you know, I, I just I've always loved people, and that's why I got in the business. Because some lady when I was bartending said, "Hey, you're really good with people. You should consider being a realtor." I was like. <laughs> What does that mean? Like, I know it's selling houses, but how do you get into it? And she, she told me that's why I'm here today. And I love it. I think it's the best business in the world because you're getting paid to connect with people and help them with what's usually their biggest asset, right? Which I take serious. If Alvaro trusts me with something that represents his biggest asset and could provide his future, his future, his family and their family's future for generations, if I do it, do do a good job doing it, then, then that's, that's honor to me. And I, I'm grateful for that opportunity because I like and connected with Alvaro. And I told the universe at the beginning of the year, I want to do uh, so many sales. I want to do podcasts. I want to do this, that, the other. So I'm getting back what I want. Right. So it's, it's a beautiful business because, or anything to do with people, if you connect with humans and you understand humans, you can be successful. If you're a good person, you work hard, you're honest, but 
you believe in yourself and it's got to come from removing those doubts before you go into any field, in my opinion, which they don't teach you how to do. I wouldn't agree more than that. Like, it's unbelievable. And it's so powerful, the words that are coming out of your mouth today. So I appreciate you being here today and telling us all of this because a lot of people need to hear this. They yeah. need to start having a bit more awareness of when they stand today. Yeah. So with everything that you said today, if people could just take one step forward right now to be a better version mm -hmm. of themselves, right? Whether it's selling real estate, whether it's selling mm -hmm. something else, whether it's just yeah. in whatever yeah. they're in, what would be that first step? Uh, I think you need to, uh, the, the reprogramming thing, learn, learning to love yourself, right? It's, uh, it's important. Um, believing in yourself and removing those doubts because you know what? Mo they say that 75% of this negative um, thought process that we carry through life stems from something as a child that actually never really happened so that example i used where it was like hey maybe somebody your parents said to you one time hey your brother and i don't know if you have a brother you have a brother yeah i have two <laughs> what's it what's your brother's name alejandro okay alejandro so let's say ali let's call him ali i used the example of steven earlier but let's pretend your brother is ali and your parents said one time to you why can't you be more like ali because you were throwing a temper tantrum or you were doing something you can interpret that and carry that through the rest of your life. And next thing you know, you're 35, 40, 25, 50 years old, telling your friends, when I was a kid, my parents told me Alejandro was better than me. They might not have said that. They just said one day, why can't you be more like him? In that moment, you take this story and you move it forward. So what I'm saying is if you can take one thing from this, learning to let go and remove those subconscious doubts, because you really are amazing. You really should love yourself. You really are a beautiful person. The, the, you know, the world is so hard because you look on Instagram and magazines and this, that, the other, and you see people that are beautiful and chiseled and ripped with all these things that you want. It's all just superficial bullshit, right? We need to learn how to love ourselves fully first, forgive ourselves for anything that we've done, remove those doubts that we might have carried from childhood and go forward living the best future vision of ourself, whether it's whatever it is and whatever profession you're in, it, it would just make all of our lives a little bit better, um, a little bit nicer. But yeah, I, I, I wish that there was, you know, a school or some, something where we could teach you how to learn to love yourself, which is forgive yourself, remove those doubts and believe in ourselves because you are good enough. Anybody on this thing can, can be better. They can sell more. They can do this, that, the other. They can hit their goals. As you know, you got to put in the work, but you got to believe in yourself first. So if you're just sitting on a so couch, important. right? If you're sitting on a couch going, poor me, and I've not had the life I, you know, maybe you've had some shitty circumstances from growing up. Maybe you were, uh, you know, adopted or bounced from one house to the other, um, you know, and, and you didn't have the best upbringing, is that going to define the future? Like, right, you know, we talk about the memory of the past. Is, is that going to define your future? It can if you, get, if you sit on the couch and have that poor me and you're, you're operating in a state of lack, right? Or you can operate in a state of abundance and love. And, but how do you get there? Learning to love yourself, reprogramming yourself, believing in yourself, and then moving forward, putting in the hard work, this, that, the other, but being on a, a mission, like an endless mission. We're always on a mission and the mission can change. Right now, my mission is to go from here to here. But maybe when I'm retired, if I'm 60 years old or 65 years old, maybe my mission then becomes to be the best pickleball player in 60 plus or be, become the best, 
coach or the best, whatever it is, right? Like if, if you've got a vision and you're, you're always pushing yourself to be the best at whatever it is, then, Hey, you might not be the best. There's always somebody better than you, better looking, sells more than you, has more than you, this, that, the other. But if we're still striving to be the best, best vision version of myself, and you're not measuring yourself up against somebody else, pushing yourself, but not being like, he's got more than me. Therefore I'm a failure. You know what? No, Alvaro's running, uh, you know, at whatever, four minutes for a kilometer and I'm only at 4.2, you know, don't beat yourself up. I'm doing amazing. I'm going to strive for 4.1. I'm going to, you know, pushing yourself, but with, without measuring yourself against somebody else, learning to love yourself. I think back to your question would be reprogramming yourself, learning to love yourself, not doubting yourself, and then set some big goals, big fucking scary goals. And let's go at it, right? Not, not comfy goals, big, scary goals. I just want to wrap it up with the question that we ask all yeah. our guests, which is what is really luxury to you? Uh, I mean, everybody says the same thing. Luxury in real estate, luxury is not a price point and it's an, it's an experience, right? Like, um, you know, luxury real estate for me is, I mean, luxury to me is, is, I don't know, I guess it's just the finer thing. Something for me being a luxury realtor is selling homes that I believe in, right? That, that I truly believe in. Like I can't sell homes that have rats and, you know, infestation and all this kind of gross stuff that I used to do in the beginning. Cause I just, I don't believe in that. Right. I mean, luxury in real estate is finer things it's just you know a better quality it's a it's a better it's a better experience in, in service like if you hire me you're going to get a better experience i'm going to go above and beyond it's go i'm going to bust my ass i'm not perfect by any means but i'm going to do the things that i say that i'm going to do and i'm not going to over promise under deliver right um i don't know is that is that I didn't want to sound cliche and say the same thing everybody says. Luxury is not a price, it's an experience. You know what I no, mean? No, like, listen, whatever comes natural from you. You know, everybody has a different answer and luxury comes in so many different shapes and forms, whether it's real estate or life related. But definitely yeah. I think that one of the things that I can extract mm -hmm. from what you just said in there is the authenticity, right? Yeah. To at the end of the day, do things that represent who you really are. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. keep you authentic. Who, who you are. A luxury lifestyle for me would be a lifestyle that I have financial freedom. I'm able to travel, do the things that I want to do, stay where I want to stay and truly enjoy the finer things in life. I didn't say yachts and private jets and this, that, the other. I'm saying the finer things in life. Well, what's fine to you is maybe not fine to me. Maybe that's too nice for me or not nice. That's perception and reality. So for me, luxury and real estate is selling something that I believe in with you know, better quality craftsmanship, the, the better neighborhoods, things that I believe in. And um, yeah, life, luxury, luxury is everywhere. But it's what it's truly what you believe luxury to be, right? Like they say what every home is somebody's mansion, right? So yeah. maybe my my home that I'm like, hey, I want to renovate this home to somebody might be like a palace. And maybe somebody else's home that seems like a palace to me seems like a fixer upper or a tear down for them. It's perception so, and reality, so, so. right? So the way you look at something in life, your perception becomes your reality and your reality is your perception. So try to look at things differently, right? And That's, then you'll uh, perceive it different and then it becomes your, your reality, right? Food for 
a thought. I love that. You know, like perception is reality, but your reality is your perception. So yeah, well said. Can I can I say a quick story about perception and reality? Please. So that I, I've told this story to lots of people, and, and it, it's a real story. So I always tell stories. I've seen the if you haven't seen the movie Big Fish, watch Big Fish because it's a storytelling movie, a little bit bigger than life right so that's kind of uh, i'm big fish kind of a guy right but this story truly happened i went i was listing a home i went to their house and they said hey we're gonna list when are we doing photos i said we're doing them in two or three days and they said hey we've got this beautiful couch here do you know anybody wants a free couch we're gonna get rid of it we're bringing it we bought a new one i said no i don't know anybody but you know they said well we're gonna put it out front of our home and we're just gonna put a free sign i'm sure somebody would take it and i look at it i'm like yeah it's a pretty beautiful couch why wouldn't they take it so okay they put the couch out front and they put a free sign and I come back the next day for floor plans and I and I was there and I said hey the couch is still outside it's still nobody's taken it they're like yeah we're surprised I mean usually people take anything that's nice that's out front and I said well it says free on it why don't you put a sign saying $200 on it and then maybe somebody will offer you 50 or 100 and you sell it and you're you're done they said great idea so they put a sign out front said $200 and I come back the next day and the couch is gone and I go amazing the couch is gone so what how much did you guys get for it did you get 50 or 100 they go no somebody stole it oh so so you know what i mean it's perception right when something's free it's given a perceived value of nothing right so if you discount somebody on your services or do something for free you have no skin in the game there's no perceived value to what you're bringing to the table Put a sign on it, the same couch, the same neighborhood, a sign for $200 and somebody goes, oh my God, it's worth $200, steal it. I mean, you know, I was thinking somebody was going to buy it for $50, but really that story is powerful because it's wow. a perception and reality. Somebody drove by and goes, wow, this thing is worth something. Therefore, I should take it. They should have paid for it. But my, my, my point of the story is that all of a sudden this something that was worth nothing the sellers were willing to get rid of it was then perceived as worth a lot enough for somebody to just take as opposed to you know what i mean like it, it's it's that's life as perception and, and reality right so if you can look at something differently you know don't look, look at your big fucking scary goals as big fucking scary look at them as amazing exciting goals and i'm gonna crush it that will become your your new reality and it will no longer be perceived as big and scary right so that's that's what i would have to say i love it i love it that story was very powerful <laughs> one of those that i would remember for sure did you think somebody was gonna steal or did you think they were paying 50 bucks i thought somebody was gonna pay 50 bucks <laughs> I, I was not right? i was not thinking about that but that was funny right? no thank you for sharing jason you're the man i really appreciate you i look forward to seeing you soon keep on doing what you're doing thanks brother and keep on spreading all that wisdom because you have a lot good to see you I'm, I'm happy to be on here anytime or help anybody so appreciate my pleasure. you Take care. thank you bye and thanks again for everybody tuning in today we hope you enjoyed it and remember embrace its beautiful success in life my name is alvaro and i'll see you next time